with another episode of your rewind that episode number 15 we your host i'm b dot high and i'm mariah j it's 15 yes it's 15 dang last week was 14 yeah dang i swear it was 12 oh we've been <laughs> past 12 and actually if you look at look at the um in pot and apple or whatever where you listen to the podcast at it's like 17 episodes but i think some of oh, them because are bonus. of the bonus ones yeah and then the trailer yeah and our views is going up. Yes. Our listeners going up. Yeah, downloads. That, that throwback, um, the throwback dances episode mm-hmm. is still doing really good. <laughs> That's crazy. And we did that weeks ago. That's yes. a month old now. That was a fun episode though. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So happy Mother's Day weekend to yes. all the mothers happy out there. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. And um this week. Like Mother's Day this year, it just snuck up on everybody because of quarantine and everything. Yeah. Like, and then working from home. Um, I'm glad that we can work from home because I know a lot of people are out right now. And sorry for y'all, but I know y'all, uh, y'all kind of like okay with that because of the um, unemployment checks yeah. coming in. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the people that's working from home, we feel you, especially yes. when you work at. With two monitors on a regular, and then you have to go down to one. Yeah, one monitor. I feel your pain. Because of that remote crap. It's terrible. But we have a job, so I'm thankful. Yeah. But this week was tough. My partner was on furlough, and I had to work all of everything myself. She did do her part in the beginning, so it was like, you know, she helped me out, but... As the days go on, you still get more information and more yeah. things on your schedule. So you have to keep adding on. Then we had meetings. I'm like, yeah. oh, you had a meeting this week? Two. I, <laughs> I showed up to one and they didn't even have, they didn't even let me know they canceled it. Oh, wow. So I was just sitting on the call, just waiting for it. Wasting time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. It's like, th- I'm glad this week is over. Next week will be so much better. Yeah. But it's been a lot going on this week, too. Definitely, man. It's a crazy week. I just thought it couldn't get any worse. I thought we seen the worst. Jeez. But just people keep leaving this world like I don't know what. And it's happening so swift. Like they say it go like people go in threes. So we just found out. We're recording this actually on Mother's Day. So when you guys hear this, it's kind of be old news because you already know. But yeah. um, we just found out Little Richard. Passed away. Rest in peace to Little Richard. R.I.P. Andre Harrell. Rest in peace to Andre Harrell. They passed on the same day, actually. Yes. And then um, we just found out that... Betty Wright. Passed away. Yes. So, it's like, wow. And they all... Well, Little Richard was... He was in his older ages. But Andre Harrell wasn't as old I think yet. He, he was, was only 59. 59, 59 yeah. years old. Still had, I think still had another run in him. Mm-hmm. He was he looked good. Yeah. Actually. And then um Betty Wright was 66. 66. I think that's like I still mean still could go that's on to fairly, it. yeah. That's fairly a couple young. more years. 
And then, um, yeah, it's just crazy. With this corona and everything going on, yeah. Like, they, they couldn't really live it up how they would want to no, not, this past year. Yeah, I wanted, you, yeah, you couldn't live your best. What do they call it? Living your best life? Yeah, this wasn't the year to do it. <laughs> they you said, can't do it this year. They said hot girl summer was canceled for this year. They said, um, oh, my gosh, it was a lot of things that they was talking about was canceled. But I'm like, it is kind of canceled, even though Georgia opening back up. Like, yeah, they, and they Georgia don't care. Georgia, man. The traffic is going back up, y'all. The clubs are not open yet, I don't think, right? I don't think the clubs is open yet. As soon as but they I think open they need up, to wait. Boy, think, it's going to go down. <laughs> I think they need to wait. Yeah. But the malls is open. I don't know if all the stores in the malls is open because I was trying to get Mother's Day gifts from Alex and Ani, and the stores were still closed. I was going to risk it. What is Alex and Ani? Oh, it's a bracelet store. Oh. <laughs> like a jewelry store, sorry. Got you. And they sell bracelets and uh, rings and necklaces, you know, jewelry. Oh, Cute yeah. little jewelry. trying to be fancy Collectibles. No, you, people be having like the whole sleeve of Alex and Ani bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> but I really like them. So today's episode topic, you're going to tell the listeners? It's Andre Harrell. Uptown and Uptown Records. And Uptown Records. Just want to honor him because <laughs> I think he was the part two of Motown that we got to see, you know, during our time. And he like... Birth, well, yeah, he helped birth the people that we love, like our our music legends. Yeah, so it's only right. And I always say the ones that wrote the soundtrack to our lives, basically, yeah. <laughs> that's a fact. Yeah, we're gonna get into the artist, the artist a, a little later, but I just want to give a backstory on my interest in, you know, CEOs, and possibly wanting to go that route one day. It started for me when I was watching Hard Not Life. You ever seen that backstage? Mm-mm. Oh, you should see it. Very, really good movie. Okay. So Jay-Z was uh, basically showing, giving everybody an inside look mm-hmm. of what goes on backstage on the Hard Not Life okay. tour. One of the biggest hip-hop tours ever. So I'm a big Jay-Z fan at the time. You see Benny Siegel, Red Man, mm-hmm. Method Man, Memphis Bleak. You know, all a bunch of rappers that, you know, we grew to love and or we were big fans of. So all of a sudden, I start seeing these other guys, Damon Dash, Irv Gotti, mm-hmm. you know, people like that, Leroy Cohen. I'm like, who are these guys? What do they do? Because I can't sing a rap. Yeah. So, oh, like, so you were like trying to figure out how you could be behind the scenes. Yes. So mm-hmm. I'm like, what do these guys do? They dress like me. Sometimes they, you know, have on, you know, baggy hip hop clothes. Other times they have on suits. Okay. I wear suits a lot, you know, going to church or places around the community for certain events and you know, school hip-hop clothes. So come to find out, these were like record execs, label owners. So I started, you know, looking into that and looking at different ones, and Andre Harrell popped up. He ran, you know, Uptown Records. One of my favorite artists on there, Heavy D. I was going to say who? Heavy D. I'm really? a big Heavy D fan. Really? I would have never thought. For real? But, I mean, it's not surprising, but it's just like, really? Yeah, somebody for me. I remember when he was on A Different World. You know, we talked about A Different World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you... <laughs> We're not going to go into that. <laughs> oh, the theme song. Let's go. <laughs> so, anyway... Because, oh, so you were saying Heavy D was one of your favorite? Yeah, one of my he signed one of my favorite artists, Heavy D. As a matter of fact, his first Heavy D artist, and the boys. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Mm-hmm. 
And you know, Heavy D introduced him to Diddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard that story too. And that's how that happened. And that was so crazy because I'm like, Diddy is really like a hustler. Yeah. Like nobody could take that away from him. Yeah, and up. I feel like this is, um, every time I think of Andre Harrell, I think of Diddy. Yeah, you always are. Because it's like, Diddy, Andre Harrell, that's how right? I yeah. saw him. Yeah. That's how I was always seeing him. And every time I would see him, he always be smiling. Even if he had a straight face, you could tell that he wasn't even that like tough. It seemed like he yeah. wasn't that hard like to get around. Like, you know, you seem like he, he'll be somebody that you could talk to. Yeah. I think he said he, he I think he got it from Heavy, if I'm not mistaken. Because, you know, Heavy was that type of person. He wanted to see everybody happy. And, mm-hmm. And, and you and I could feel that from I don't even I don't know him personally, but it just seems like that from every time I've seen a picture or even because he was on making the band. You know, he used to mm-hmm. be a part of Diddy's camp when they yeah. would do making the band and stuff. So that was like my intro to him. Yeah, I would see him here and there on documentaries. I'm like, who yeah. is this guy? Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's another you know, record exec yep. and. Just we we're not gonna go deep into his story, but he was rap he was uh rapping in the seventies mm-hmm. and he decided, I guess, after having bad contracts and you know, learning the business, hey, I'm gonna jump on the other side. Listen, having some uh terrible decisions or something happening to you that you don't want to ever happen again will make you change whatever it is that you was doing yeah. and open it, your eyes up to figure out, oh, I'm not gonna do that again, or this is not gonna happen to yes. me again. Like that is a that's life, life lessons. So he's sitting in uh, Russell Simmons' office one day, mm-hmm. and Heavy D calls, unsigned at the time. Oh, so he was trying to get on. Yeah, and Russell Simmons wasn't in the office, and he's Heavy D heard of Andre Harrell before. He was like, oh, "Well, let me speak to you then. If I can't speak to Russell, if he's mm-hmm. not there, and then they scheduled like a little meeting and met up, and." The rest is history. They started Uptown Records. That's lit. Yeah. Just the like, So that's the first artist that's probably the moneymaker of Uptown. Uptown Records. So he was like the face yes. while they was putting it on. And then, you know, he had I'll Be Sure, Mary J. Blige. KC and JoJo. Jodeci. That's right. That's what KC and JoJo, you're right. They was in it too. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but the Mary J. Blige story, she was like... um. In an interview, she was saying that he came to her apartment to come oh, get her because yeah, he yeah. liked the way she sounded. I'm like, that's dope. And that Diddy he, saw the style, like, and gave how, her a chance. Yeah, how, how he can perfect it. And Diddy, they, they, that's one thing he was saying. Um, Andre Harrell was saying about Diddy that he liked his style. Yeah, and you know Diddy from Harlem, so he like, yeah, that's how we used to dress. Like they take pride in how they dress, and I think that's like, I mean, that's a New York thing, but I think that's more of a up north. thing Oh, yeah, it's too. more of a uh, Harlem because. thing. You can't come with dirty sneakers, mm-hmm. none of that. Everything has to be on point twenty four seven. And that's how I like when I was growing up. I love clothes and that. Like that stuff made me happy. Yeah, I mean, it still does now. But I'm saying, like, waking up for school in the morning, I used to have my clothes, like, out the night before. Yeah. And I would get excited, like, especially when I got new clothes. I would get so <laughs> excited because I'm like, oh, I, I got to go to sleep so I can put this on tomorrow. <laughs> First day of school and then Christmas. Fresh. Well, not even, like, if I had money, I would go to the mall. Yeah, I, I get, like, I remember I used to get outfits, like, Thursdays for some reason. I buy a new outfit to wear on Fridays. Fridays oh, because like Fridays, Fridays is the, Fridays, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I'm like, why just Thursday? <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, Friday is here. And if you had to wear a uniform, sometimes some schools let you dress down on Fridays. But I, don't uh, really I never had that problem in my life. Oh, well, then I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you chose Friday. <laughs> Fresh Fridays. Uh, just because it was the end of the weekend, you know, football and you, games and all that type of stuff. Oh, on Friday, true, so, true, yeah. true. Okay. So you was trying to stunt for all the people that didn't go to your school. I want to say that. And, stunt for yeah. everybody at school. True. <laughs> oh, that's why I was saying and people that was at your school. Because yeah. if the people that wasn't at your school, they don't really know you. So that's like fresh eyes. Yeah, so you like, too. Yeah, you know. And then, um, so for real... Yeah, yeah so for real that was that. a heavy group. I yeah. think Heavy had a co-sign them. That's yeah. one thing I don't get about the music business is those production deals. I don't like those. Like when they sign somebody underneath. Yeah, them. and Andre Harrell's just the money maker. Mm-hmm. You can't go straight to him. Uh, you want to you want to talk to me? You got to talk to Heavy first. I'm mm-hmm. like, what kind of mess is that? I see you every day. Why do I got to go through him to get to you? Yeah, so. probably because they don't want to step on no toes with the art. Like because the artist was. They are technically under the person that brought them to you. So like, yeah, Heavy D was in charge of them, kinda. So he probably didn't want any lines getting crossed where they said something to Andre, but uh, Heavy D didn't know about it. Yeah, so I mean, I can see that part. And then that's the other part of you know the new edition story. <laughs> it was getting robbed. Looking at the back of the album cover. Yep. What the hell record label is this? I thought we were signed here. Why are we signed to this and? It's the middleman deal, and I can't stand those deals. Yeah, that's I'm pretty I'm glad they're out of style now. And um, Guy, they had a couple. Oh, and like they said, that they was going, like um, Uptown was doing numbers. Like they was going hits back to back to back yeah. for like a year straight. Yeah, that's why I call him the Motown part too. Because mm. he had the queen. Yeah. And then Jodeci. Jodeci was just a freak of nature. But- the thing about Jodeci was it was Casey and JoJo the singers. Yeah. And Devontae was the creator. Mm-hmm. Dalvin, I don't, I don't know much. I mean, I don't know. Me, what I don't even think nobody even, I didn't even know, like, I didn't even know his name. Yeah, Dalvin. <laughs> He's just Dalvin. Exactly. Like, but, oops. Yeah, Devontae <laughs> is just a genius. Yeah, and they they were that, listen. All right, I didn't even want what? They just have some baby making music. Oh, they do. They got the like. Listen, and Mary was just like the home girl, the home girl, the roundaway girl, the roundaway girl, because she was really like hood. Yeah. <laughs> he said that Andre Harrell said that um, he had Mary go to like um, charm edi- school. Yeah, charm yeah. school. I'm like etiquette classes. Yeah, charm school. That's another thing I want to point on. He see record labels back in the day. Knew about artist development. Yeah, he took pride in that. Nowadays, you don't see that at all. You can tell when these artists go to the uh, radio stations. Then I ask them a question like, "Okay, so tell me about the album. Oh, it's fire. So tell okay. me about what this song means. <laughs> it just means like I like to get fresh and put drip on. Yeah, because they don't, and some of their stuff don't have really meaning to, behind it. Uh, That's why as well. So it's like, and then this is the social media era. So anything that, that the fans want to know, they basically get it from social, social media. media. Yo, I got a million likes. Okay, like <laughs> tell me more. How did you get the million? Exactly, likes? but I and just then put they on feel a dope drip. <laughs> exactly, and they feel better. They feel more uh, comfortable yeah. at wherever they are in their own home. So they'll go live to get fans what they want from yeah. them. Go to so, a radio, radio station. And that's nothing. why, like now, a lot of artists not even going to radio stations because they like for what. 
back in the day, you know, you had you to go had to, to do that. You had room. to go that. Yes, you had you to had go to there. Sign them autographs. You had to go on talk shows so yes. you could get different audiences to come buy your stuff. And like I said, that media training you can tell was there because they wouldn't let out anything. You know, they wasn't supposed to. And some people mm-hmm. might say NWA. No, they were still like they had artist artist development too. Yeah. And some stuff they just wasn't listening to because they yeah. was just going to do what they wanted to do yeah, they anyway. They just want to do what they want to do, yeah. But you still needed to understand some things. And then that'll help them um, business mind as well. Because yeah. you learning from people that's been in the game for a while. So it's like you need to soak up all of that all of that yeah. game, all of that energy that they trying to give off to you. So to help you be better. Because if you better, they're going to make money yeah. regardless. Yeah, definitely. So it's not that they don't want you to win. Yeah. They want you to win because they want to win too. Yeah, no, you're right. That's, that's 100 right there. Yeah, so that's the sucky thing. That's the, I would say the most sucky thing about the music industry. There are no artist development at all. Mm. And it's sad. Yeah. It's real sad because they only say, my music is fire. Tell but some of them it. actually, <laughs> like some of them, they actually uh, are, they do have that presence. Like some yeah. of them are going to give you information. Like they are, they are going to talk to you and give you what you want. Like give you a good interview. Yeah. Get them drunk. <laughs> that too. But <laughs> if they don't want to drink there and they're not talking, like some yeah. of them interviews I've been watching, I've been like, okay, this is dry. Yeah. And you be wanting more. Cause you kind of like, it's like you want the artist to do well. If this is the artist that you really like, and you kind of yeah. want to know a little bit more about them to make them more like relatable or likable. Yeah. You want a likable artist. Nobody want somebody that's just like, uh, here he go. Nah, yeah, you're right. And too, they'd be leaned out sometimes, but you made a good point. Now, back then, I think it was probably a little too much PR because mm-hmm. you couldn't go all the way in. Yeah. And they would hide a lot of stuff because they said if social media was out back in the day, yeah, it was I know. A they said it would have been, <laughs> they said it would have been crazy. Yeah. But they probably would have been even bigger. I mean, how could you be even bigger? They, they're they bigger now. We're still talking about them to this day. Yeah. I mean, it probably would have got backlash of if everybody really knew what Madonna was if doing we, with all these black men. Listen, <laughs> like, and if we really knew what was going on, like when it was happening. Yeah. Them being all people being out on drugs, strung out on drugs and stuff. Yeah. At that time, like you found out after that fact. Yeah, after the fact. Yeah. not in the present because they would have been on social media looking like. Looking smoked out, cracked yeah. out, like. Yeah, especially DMX. Listen, let's not talk about DMX. Yeah, that story's sad, but shout out to DMX. He getting his life together, and he is a good artist. So we ain't gonna talk about D in a bad light. No, nah, no, nah, definitely no. I think he was Drake before Drake, not the style, but just the fan base. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. love the event. He had a whole sea of people he was performing for. <laughs> yeah, all of them lit. That's he true. be uh preaching and stuff. He, yeah, he do his and he used to be like that on his albums too. He used to always yeah. pray and yeah. all that and, stuff. Yeah, concerts too. End the night with a prayer. Mm-hmm. I never been to a DMX concert, but you know I saw. Yeah, I didn't get a chance. All right, so what you want to get into next? We can get into the Diddy story, how he um met. Andre Harrell. So Heavy D introduced, well, it was a minute. It was on an um, interview that Andre Harrell did with Diddy. And he was talking about how he got introduced to Andre. Yeah. So um, Diddy was just like stalking Heavy D on the low. 
Cause he was trying to get put on. Yeah. He didn't know how to rap or sing, so he was like, like how you were saying. <laughs> yeah. He was just trying to get put on in the music game, cause he knew that he could offer something to them. So he would be waiting at wherever Heavy D was, cause he knew he lived in the same area. Mm-hmm. So he knew the spots that Heavy D would go to. So he would just be parking lot pimping or wherever he was waiting for him to come out, so he could talk to him just to spit his game. Yeah. See, that's the way they did it. Back then, when they exactly. was trying to get on, mm-hmm. not like now where you have to uh, let me let me hit them up on the DM on in the on Instagram and see, you know, I get a response, and then they'll read it and keep going. Yeah, and also, so then he was doing, and it wasn't like no, uh, man, watch out, you trying to steal my shine or nothing yeah. like that. It was like back in that day, everybody was like, you know, giving love to people, like black people were supporting other black people, and Diddy. Gave like gave him a spill and was like, let me get on and help. I could be your manager. That's what he yeah. said. He went. He came out the door talking about let me manage you. He was only seventeen <laughs> at the time. Uh, he had a hustle though. Yes, and Heavy D was like, uh, all right, I got you. I like you. And then bought him a slice of pizza because he was outside the pizza shop mm-hmm. that he went to. And then after that, he said he kept um, trying to find. Like kept trying to meet up with him to let him know, like, please let me get, <laughs> let me get a shot. <laughs> so he said he would wait at like this intersection every time he drove past. Mm-hmm. He would try to catch him so he could tell him, let me get a shot. So he finally, like, after some months or so, he said he finally got um, heavy to talk to Andre, and Andre talked to him and was like, all right, he bring him in. He came in and he asked him to go to, um, I think it was a studio if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. to go get him a tape. So he went to go get the tape, but Diddy said he ran to go get that tape and yeah. he ran back. And Andre Harrell, when he left, he was on the phone. He came back, he still was on the phone. And he like, dang, you got the tape back already? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. Because he was like, it didn't matter how small or how big the task was. Yeah. He was going to make sure he did it to the best of his abilities. Yeah, that's that's the thing with the intern. And uh, when you intern in the business, when you get in, you're willing to do anything. Yeah. It's not like that no more. These kids get paid for internships now. I know. I ain't yeah. get paid for an internship. And I didn't either. And I was at a radio station. And um, I was like, that was dope. Because it was like, dang, it don't matter what level what what level you are at, if you put in that work, yeah, that's going to show yes. through whatever it is that you do. So then Diddy was saying he was re- using that and referred to the cheesecake incident when he was on the band, when yeah. he did make it a band and made them Everybody walk through. Everybody make the, fun of yes. all the time. Yeah. And he was calling him an a-hole and stuff like that. He was like, um, it wasn't that I was trying to be mean. It was just that I was trying to distinguish who really wanted it yeah. and who didn't. Because if you really wanted to walk in to go get cheesecake, wasn't going to stop you. Exactly. You was going to make that happen. So that's what he was like. That just took me there. And that was my mentality on it. Yeah. I was like, that's dope. And then after that, they just started rocking because Andre saw that he was dedicated. So then he kept trying to get from tasks and stuff. And it wasn't like he got it from there. He kept on like persisting. So that way he actually made way. And he wasn't getting paid. Yeah, no, he got paid right. eventually, but he wasn't getting paid for the stuff that he was doing. No, nah, he was like it was the process. He was enjoying the process. And the other thing is, I didn't know that he had he KC and JoJo that staff. I mean, well, excuse me, Jodeci. I don't know why I keep saying KC and JoJo because after a while, it's KC been there for a long yeah. time. Yeah, 
So Jodeci, that style, that was Diddy style. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to put him in suits. And Andre Harrell was like, uh, no. Yeah, so they, they let dressed Diddy, him like Diddy. They let Diddy style, uh-huh. Diddy styled them. And yeah, well, well, excuse me, the general public is dressing like Diddy. Diddy mm-hmm. it has his ear to the streets. That's another thing, too. He has his ear to the streets. He knows what's going on. He knows what people want to hear and how they want to hear it. Mm-hmm. So he takes that back to the label. And bam, that's how a star blows up. Exactly. And that's lit because they got to be the person. Like, they got to be that fast talker that know yeah. what's going on here, what's going on there. Yeah. So that is how. And Diddy, like, everything that he do, everything he touch, it is, like, it might not be popping for a, a, a long time, but yeah. when he put it out there, he go. Like, what do they call it? Ghetto Fabulous. Listen. That's, that's what he that, That's what Uptown was, Ghetto Fabulous. Because it. every time Diddy did making the band... I loved every single group that came out of making a band. Yeah. It's something about his touch. I don't know what it is. He got that touch. I like now, was it Chopper and all them? I like them. That was the first the band. Yeah. That, yeah, that was I, making the band the band. Yeah, that album was pretty dope. Yeah, they was. A song with Wyclef and then, the, uh, what is it, Why? But it's Why like the they ain't never. With me, that, that, that song lit. And they, yeah. And they never like last, but I don't think. I don't know if it was because like bad deals, because some of them were saying about bad deals oh, with Diddy. Well, the deal was, from what they say, is that that was a VH1 deal. Mm, that wasn't a bad boy deal. And that's why. So and then, I mean. He just had to, you know, put his Diddy touch to exactly. it and put it out. That's, that's, that's what the thing is. Well, it is what it is. Business. Or not VH1, excuse me, MTV. MTV. They which was, is under Viacom, but, so yeah, Viacom all, deal. Yeah, mm-hmm, so. That's what I was about to say. They all together. Yeah. But every making a band was great. Like, I loved um, Danny DeCain. Day 26. Yeah, Danny the Kane's probably. They, they had, had two projects that, well, listen, they had two projects and I got both of them. Last I mean, they Paris. had more than that, but. And then, I mean, mm-hmm. with the album, oh, the two albums. They had the first one, it was um, Danny the Kane, yeah. subtitled. Then the second one was Welcome to the Dollhouse, because I had both oh, of them. Oh, okay. And then he did the group with Don, and I thought it was another. No, they member. had another, they had another, I think a couple members dropped out, and they still did Danny the Kane, because it was three of them. Mm-hmm. And then that's when. They dissemble, and I think that's when he started doing Diddy Dirty Money. Okay, gotcha. With doing it. Um, what's the girl name from? She was on Love & Hip Hop. Yes, that's what I was about to say. That's what I was about to say. The girl from Love & Hip Hop. The dark skin girl. I feel I, sorry I for her name. people like that. They get on a high with their career, and the next thing you know, they go back down. and It's tough. Yeah, it's real tough. <laughs> you on Love & Hip Hop. Andre Harrell helped Diddy. That was all we were trying to say. And then Stevie J was over there too. We see, see, Stevie J always been into legendary shit. <laughs> yep. And nobody gives him credit, and, but he was and crazy in those thing is too. without Andre, we would never have a Biggie. Nope, you wouldn't Big, because that we, was the first record deal. That and that was, and then that's when he had the um, party and bullshit. He had to let he had to let did he go because of data and the label or something that he was with didn't want the type of artist Biggie was. Yeah, well, and then too, they didn't like how Diddy was too, because Diddy yeah. around here, you know, shirt off in the office, <laughs> talking shit to people, punching. What did he say? He went to jail one time, and he called in from jail. He made a meeting in jail. Who did he? Yes, he made he made the meeting on time. Like we call in for our meetings. Uh-huh. He did the same thing from jail Lit. to an uptown meeting. That's a different type of hustler. Listen, I don't think you will ever see anything like that again. That's hard. But yeah, Biggie was yeah, Bad Boy was over there at first. And like you said, 
he wasn't like like the people that was giving the money. You know, they don't really exactly because he didn't have that look, and he didn't have that sound that they were Every that they wanted. Had a look, even though he was big, Russell Simmons played him though. He didn't want to sign him. Russell Simmons thought he was a member of the Fat Boys, bro. And Andre <laughs> Real. <laughs> And Andre Real said, "No, no, no. I forgot what he said. He's like, but he he basically said that's that's a first uh, of all that's a Andre fine wine. Is black excellence? Yes, because every person on his, even though he was working with Robin Thicke, but that's towards like you know. Oh yeah, towards the end. But he dope. I think no. I think he knew him. I think he knew Robin Thicke in his younger years, but um, he did help him with that with uh." Good girl with him and Pharrell. I know you want me. Oh, he that did song. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got sued for that shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, that song went. Yeah, there so you go. I ain't going to lie. But that, that's how you make the hit record, though. You take yeah. another record and build around it. Take a hit record and build around it. And Robin Thicke reinvented himself, though, yeah. because when he first came out, he had I like that. that song you first came out. Me, too. When I get you along. Yes, yes that, that yeah. was my song. I remember that video so vividly. Russell Simmons. <laughs> That was him? Yeah, that was Russell Simmons. And he rode that bike by When he's riding the year. And he made that custom. Like, you know how Russell Simmons is. Oh, when my gosh. Because he was just riding the bike down the street singing. Like, with a guitar on his back. Yeah. <laughs> with his long hair. He looked totally different. Way different. I ain't know Alan Thicke was his father. Like, <laughs> uh, the dude from uh, Growing Pains? <laughs> yeah, that's how everybody sounds like. I never even heard of that show. For real? You never heard of Growing Pains? Mm-mm. Wow. I seen it back in the day. I didn't watch it, watch it, but you will see it. Yeah. It was in syndication when I was coming up, I think. Well, yeah, no. So that was good. And they also said that um, it was told that uh, Andre was known as the artist whisperer because he was able to find stars and develop yes. their talent before yes. like people even knew. Yeah. Oh, I think everybody he signed, they want everybody passed on. But as soon as he picked them and wanted to sign them, that's when all the other record labels like, well, maybe we could work with yeah. him or something. No, like that's no, why you know Teddy already. Riley got a deal. Some you know, as, as a solo artist, he got mm-hmm. a deal. And who else got a deal out of that? When did Casey and JoJo go get a deal somewhere else too? I don't know, probably, but it's this. And know. you know, Devonte, everybody wanted to work with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was he did pop fire. Yeah, he did pop joint. Mm-hmm. And he and he caught the uh, Ma, uh, Madonna. He caught that body. Who has caught, it though? You said you caught. He no, caught he the caught, Madonna, <laughs> bro. Why did you? <laughs> he caught Madonna. No, Yo, I was right. He caught the Madonna. Yo, <laughs> Madonna was out here, bro. Yeah, she was really out here. You didn't hear the story about her and um, what's that dude? Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was watching. <laughs> I've been watching. Oh wait, today they hit you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. But this was um, about Andre and his legendary everything. Yes. Oh, another thing I want to add is that I don't get, and they asked him in the Breakfast Club, Charlemagne was like, how come these other record labels ain't asked you to you know, come sit at the seat? Because, for instance, Def Jam can't keep a CEO in the chair. Mm. They just had Paul Rosenberg, no Eminem's manager. I don't mm. know why. <laughs> Charlemagne did be having some good questions. Yeah. So he said that, yeah, Charlemagne do have a lot of, uh, he'd be asking, he be asking the questions I, I, I'd i be wanting to ask. <laughs> so um, 
he was like, there was never a serious conversation. But yeah. you look around, say what you want to say about Damien Dash. He proved himself. Mm-hmm. Say what you want to say about Irv Gotti and the feds coming to Russia's record label, which the real people know the story behind that because uh, Yuck Mouth told it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Who else is another black CEO out there? I mean, Diddy's staying with Bad Boy forever. Yeah. So you know he ain't leaving. Bad Boy for life. So, but you got Irv Gotti, you got Andre Jay-Z Harrell. Was t- they all came, like, STEM, they got their game and stuff from yeah. Andre. Jay-Z yeah. with Rockefeller. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Oh, um, what's his name? Uh, even Suge Knight, when mm-hmm. he was out. Still didn't try to get Suge Knight back in here to sit at, sit at you know, one of these executive chairs to <clears> run these labels that nobody can figure out how to sell black music right now. Mm. Unless you're popping yourself, you come in. But you have all these CEOs out here who are retired or not really dabbling in music, and you didn't want to hire Andre Harrell at Def Jam to see what he can do to turn it around. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So, and yeah. he also said that they're supposed to be having like a movie come out. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. A docu-series. Or docu-series, yeah. movie, something. Because yeah. that'll be lit. Yeah. Like just to see and have all of those artists... Like their like their time in there. Maybe Diddy might have to come up with something, or maybe it was already in the making. Yeah, and now it's gonna have to drop sooner than they expected. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Hopefully, I'm 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 ready for that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I want to see a good uh, Andre Harrell doc. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really hated that he didn't get a chance. They didn't offer him the Def Jam seat because I think he possibly could have turned it around. Or Earth Gotti, Dame Dash, Shook Knight in jail now, so that ain't happening. <laughs> I don't know if they would have um, asked him anyway, but but the numbers are there. He knows how to run a record label. That's the thing. That's that's the thing I don't get. Why why they're never asked to come back and run? You know the bigger labels. But yeah, I guess it is what it is. <laughs> what are you looking at for? <laughs> I was trying to turn the mic. <laughs> you trying to do what? I was trying to turn the mic around. <laughs> oh, you turn the mic. <laughs> I ain't wanted to make no noise. Oh, that don't even matter. But yeah, this was this was lit. I'm like, dang, it is a sad moment, but it's like another moment to like all his stuff is gonna live on yeah. through us and through our kids or whenever we have kids and oh, their that music kids, is timeless, kids, yeah. exactly. Like all of that music is still gonna, it's still bop. And if you have title, they already have a playlist on title for. Andre Harrell's Uptown. I'm not a record. title subscriber right now. I'm sorry, I don't know about Apple because I'm. I have black Apple, people. Pandora, Spotify. <laughs> title. You got everything but title. They need to let us on there. Let who on there? This podcast. Oh they yeah. Need to be on title. <laughs> I thought you were talking about. We have to get invited. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. If we get invited, and <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Listen, they gonna put us on there. I ain't worried about it. We just gotta show them the numbers. Yeah, that's why we really appreciate y'all for y'all downloads. Yes, thank y'all. We can't tell y'all enough. Every time we get notifications, we like what? Yeah, it's crazy. Every every, time. every week. Yep. And if y'all have any ideas or any um, topics that y'all want us to cover, make sure you DM us in our DMs on Instagram at Yo Rewind That. Or you can send us a DM on Facebook. Or personal at B.High. And underscore Mariah underscore J. Y'all give Mariah a hard time out there. How? No, I'm telling them to. No. 
I was like, how? I'm like, nah, they ride for me. They ride for nah. me. <laughs> I'm going to tell you one day, though, and, and, and we have to be prepared. We're going to wake up and something's going to go like, something's going to be trending. Mm-hmm. Viral was, I guess, the word to use. Going viral. Yeah, going viral. And we're going to look at Instagram and be like, yo, you got to turn off the notifications and you can't get on for the rest of the day. <laughs> I'm trying to prepare myself for that because I know it's coming one <laughs> He's day. He's speaking it to us, and y'all can speak light into us as well. We'll receive it. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Oh, we just got to be ready. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I don't think I'm going to be ready then. <laughs> You're never going to be ready for it. Like, I already know I'm not going to be ready for it. It's like, just a thing. I can't read comments no more, y'all. Listen, <laughs> and and be that high, we be uh, texting back and forth. I'm like, oh, my gosh, did you see our, our downloads? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Even in the beginning, we get two downloads more. I'm like, oh, did you see our downloads? <laughs> it's going up. <laughs> you got to have that cheerleader in your corner. Yes. So, yeah, definitely shout out to all the fans out there for listening to the podcast. And your your, your cousin, she be lit. Boy. And comments as well. Like, thank y'all. We try to interact with everybody that comments on there. We yeah. would like more interaction in our stories as well. Because... I know I'll be posting some stuff in the stories that I'll be like, I know I want to hear these, what they got to say. And I see y'all watching it, but y'all never respond. Don't so, be afraid to comment. We don't you be scared. Don't be scared. And then make sure y'all review the podcast. I see people rating. Mm-hmm. But make we sure like y'all leave rates. a review. Yeah, we like the rates too, but make sure you oh, just yeah. give, like what you want to hear more of. You can put it in the reviews on Apple. Yeah, we won't get offended because no. any, any um, what is it, constructive criticism Good criticism. Yeah, we can handle it. We can handle it, yes. Even if y'all talking bad about B-Daha, he'll be or fine. Or Mariah. <laughs> Jay. He'll be fine. So thank you guys. All right, y'all. Until next time. We out of here. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of Yo Rewind That. Make sure you follow us on our social medias at Yo Rewind That underscore Mariah underscore J. And at B-Daha. And that's on Instagram and Twitter. Mariah doesn't do Twitter. <laughs> But follow I have on a Twitter. Instagram. <laughs> but Instagram, my Instagram be lit. Make sure y'all subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Make sure also you rate and review the podcast and give us a five star rating and tell us how great we are. <laughs> and how much you love it now that I'm a part of the cast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and make sure to listen to us on all the other podcast platforms. Thank you. Peace. Thank you for listening to Yo Rewind That. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and give a review on Apple Podcasts. Also, follow at Yo Rewind That on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or visit us at www.yorewindthat.com.